0: Welcome into the Cyclone Scoop, everybody. I'm Alex Halstead here with a basketball recruiting update here in early May. Iowa State has made a fourth edition to its 2019 recruiting class, and that's what we have for you here on this episode. I'm going to be joined by the newest edition. It's Mays, Kansas guard, Caleb Grill, and I'm going to also be joined by his father and the head coach at Mays High School, Chris Grill. So we've got those interviews coming up for you in just a minute, but I wanted to start by talking about latest edition like i said caleb grill joins ioc's 2019 recruiting class he committed to iowa state on tuesday may 7th which i'm talking to you here then and he signed pretty much immediately after so he's both committed and signed and he becomes the fourth member of the 2019 recruiting class he joins guards trey jackson and marcitas leach and forward luke anderson as the fourth member of the recruiting class. And Grill is an interesting prospect, a prospect that's not only interesting as a player, but has an interesting recruitment uh, behind him now as well. Grill committed to South Dakota State and former Iowa State assistant T.J. Otzelberger back last August, signed with that program in November, has been solidly committed and signed really through through most of the spring. And then in late March, Otzelberger left South Dakota State for UNLV and Grill was released from his national letter of intent at South Dakota state in the days that followed it really didn't take days. In the hours that followed, um, gray or grill was, you know, re- recruited by a number of high major schools that next week. So the first week of April, he visited Iowa state, Kansas state, and Creighton all three offered Otzelberger followed with an offer at UNLV. And there were other high majors in the mix too, that just, um, kind of got eliminated just because he had a focusing on, on the recruitment with a short time span, That he could really make a decision, but here six weeks later, Grill is now committed to Iowa State. He picked the Cyclones over Kansas State and UNLV, the other two schools that he took official visits to. In Grill, Iowa State gets a six foot three guard that's got a lot of ability. um, Whether it's as a point guard, a combo guard, can probably play out to the wing. Um, Iowa State really think thinks he can play multiple positions and defend multiple positions. Grill averaged 18.4 points, 4.6 rebounds, and 3.4 assists as an All-State player last year as a senior. He's a kid that shot 48% from the field and 35% from beyond the arc. In his career at Mays High School, he scored almost 1,200 points and uh, hit more than 163 pointers. So this is a kid that um, can really shoot, and I think that's the, the first thing you'll notice about him in terms of his fit in Iowa State system. Um, but he's kind of an all-around player that can also um, really facilitate. Uh, I think had a good assist-to-turnover ratio in high school as well. And uh, Iowa State brings him in as a guard, kind of a combo guard. I, I think um, in some ways positionless because Iowa State plays that four-guard four guard system. Um, we'll see if that continues in 2019-20. But in, in their four-guard lineup, uh, Grill can play multiple positions. The other intriguing thing about him and maybe the most interesting thing to me and I think Steve Prom mentioned it uh, in his comments about grill signing is that this is a kid that's a multi-sport athlete. So he threw for more than 3000 yards as a quarterback uh, is a good high jumper jumped six foot uh, eight inches at the Kansas relays. And, you know, so he's been jumping from sport to sport and now he's going to kind of get to Iowa state and it's all basketball. And so there's another leap that can be taken in his development as there is with any incoming freshman. And that will begin in earnest when Grill arrives in June. But before Grill arrives in June and uh, right after his commitment, I caught up with him. So here's my interview with Caleb Grill, followed by an interview with his father and head coach at Mays High School, Chris Grill. So I'm joined now by Iowa State's newest commit, Caleb Grill, out of Kansas. Uh, Caleb, it's been a, a hectic month for you, uh, maybe hectic six weeks, I think, Uh What's this process been like and, and what does it feel like to kind of have the weight off your shoulders with a final decision?
1: Um, throughout the decision and the process, it's been very stressful because it took me a year to figure out the first time, first go around where I was going. And now you're just cramming it into a little over a month period. So it was really hard to make a decision that fast. So there was a lot of stress on my, just a lot of stress with my, me and my family and you know, when I committed, it just felt such like such a stretch reliever. So it just felt good.
0: What What were these six weeks like? You know, because I think it was late March, you found out Coach Otzelberger was leaving South Dakota State. And, you know, obviously you got out of your letter of intent, but I think that night you were getting schools saying, hey, we, we want to recruit you. I mean, what, what were those initial weeks like when schools are coming after you and then you kind of had to quickly – narrow it down because you only have so much time to make this decision too.
1: Yeah. So I went into it with a mindset of having about three or four schools, maybe five at the most and try to make that decision within about a week. So I had a pretty good list. And so about that week passed and I had about three, four or five schools. And as the weeks went on, um, you know, some schools dropped because maybe they had some other kid commit to their school. So kind of made it a little bit easier to picture the the picture and it ended up being between three schools iowa state k-state and unlv and then going on visits and seeing campus and meeting the coaches and meeting all the players um, those three schools were really good options for me i really liked all three schools i think i would have been a good fit at any of the three schools i went i just thought the best fit for me was at iowa state
0: did you expect that kind of recruitment i mean when you got out of your letter of intent it 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 wasn't like it was you backing out of a commitment. It was just the situation changed. But were you then expecting all these schools, or was it kind of surprising that the next week in a three-day span you were at Iowa State, Kansas State, Creighton, you know, in kind of a quick little time frame?
1: A little bit. At the end of AU, some high major schools were starting to contact me, but I felt comfortable on where I wanted to go, so I went to South Dakota State. So in that case, it was a little bit because some schools didn't contact me in the end of July. That contacted me now, but and some of the high majors that contacted me at the end of the AU season um, contacted me again.
0: With uh, with your decision, obviously a commitment to Iowa State, and then you know signed by Iowa State and Coach Prom had a lot of good things to say about you uh, today uh, after the commitment and signing. What was it ultimately that? led to Iowa State at the end of this process. What, what was it about that that said, you know, this is where I'm going to go out of the three schools you narrowed it down to?
1: Um, all three schools had really good coaches, um, liked their players. Um, style of play was different at Iowa State to some others, and I, I like Iowa State's style of play. I also like the uh, college atmosphere. Um you know, just being a part of a town that really supports the uh, university, how they do. I think it's really cool. To, it'd be really cool to be a part of a college town like that. And, you know, just with all those criteria right there, um, Iowa State was the best fit for me.
0: You mentioned their style of play. Um, I guess for people listening, you averaged 18.4 points, uh, 4.6 rebounds, 3.6 assists last year as an All-State player. Um, what... Uh, what does Iowa State envision for you when you sat down with Coach Perlman on your official visit? Was there something that he said, this is how I want to use you, this is how you fit, that said, this is the style of play that, that works best for you?
1: Yeah, he thinks I fit in well because he likes to get a shot up within six to seven seconds on the shot clock. So getting down the floor fast and getting up a good shot, you know, it's something that I really like because, you know, I, I want to go to a school that plays fast. And he gives the players a... Um, the green light to shoot it and you know that's one thing that I'm pretty good at personally I think is shooting the ball so it was just felt like a really good fit for me to be a part of
0: yeah I mean you uh, shot 48 percent from the floor last year 35 percent from three and I think that was at a pretty good volume as far as three-point you know attempts go is that kind of what stands out about your game is your ability to shoot and be a threat beyond the arc or How would you describe what you do as as, uh, a basketball player that can play different positions?
1: Yeah, I think first off, I'm a competitor. That's probably the biggest thing about me is I'll do whatever it takes to win. And whether I'm playing point guard or the two guard or three guard, whatever, I'll do whatever it takes to win. And, you know, shooting is just one thing I always work on. And I feel comfortable when I shoot it from outside. So right now I'm just trying to work on other parts of my game so I can score more efficient at all the other levels.
0: Are you kind of like a positionless player? I mean, you're you're a point guard, but it seems like you can you can be the point guard that has a good assist to turnover ratio like you did in high school, or you can be the two guard that can shoot. I mean, do you feel kind of positionless in, in some ways? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I would say that because like sophomore and junior year, I played point guard for us. And then last year I played the off guard. So I've played different positions throughout high school. So I'd agree with that.
0: What was the visit like? I think you told me when we talked last that uh, you were hosted by Tyrese Halliburton, obviously a a guard that had a lot of success last year under under Coach Prome and his system. What was the visit like in that sense, hearing from some of the players? And I think after you committed, it was like every player was kind of tweeting at you. So it seemed like you kind of already maybe developed a connection with some of those guys.
1: Yeah, I had a really good connection with the guys when I went on my visit. Um, Tyrese was my host, but some nights we went back to his apartment room and I got to meet some of the other players there and they were really good guys and they welcomed me and they didn't give me any, uh, bad impressions. They were all really good guys and I had a good time being around them.
0: With, uh, Iowa state, you know, they, they lose four of their top six scores last year. I know coach Prom doesn't necessarily want to put expectations on guys coming in. It's just, you know, you'll get there in the summer and kind of continue to work, but, What kind of role um, has Coach Prom talked about and and how do you think you fit next year's team and and what this team can do to build on an NCAA tournament?
1: Coach Prom just told me next year, you're just going to put me in a position where I can do good at. And, you know, I'm going to trust him where he's going to put me. So I hope he puts me in a really good spot and I'll just do whatever it takes to uh, help contribute to the team next year.
0: What's uh, your biggest area for growth, do you think? Uh, Because you've we talked about this last time. One, one reason coach Prohm is so excited about you is you've been this multi-sport guy for so long and now you're going to be so focused on basketball. What's kind of the area that you can focus on now when you get to Iowa State and it's just basketball?
1: I think one thing I can focus on more is just getting a tighter handle with the ball. Also just working on my flexibility and agility and things like that on the basketball court. So I think that'll help me in different ways become faster and then getting a tighter handle, get me better at handling the ball. And then also with um, getting more flexible and a little more agile, um, just being able to slide my feet better on defense and get quicker in that part of my game.
0: What's it, I guess, been like for you as a multi-sport athlete? I think you threw for more than 3,000 yards as a quarterback, uh, a good high jumper. Um, You know, has that been something that you've, think has helped your game you know i know it's maybe i don't want to say held you back but you haven't always been able to say spend 12 months a year on basketball but at the same time has it helped you become as being a a diverse athlete
1: yeah i think it's helped a lot it's helped me having to compete in other sports that's not my top sport some kids are doing football all year round and i'm honestly just doing it for like four or five months so those kids are already ready and prepared themselves for the upcoming season and upcoming games. And I honestly really never did that much, but just being like at the same level, not really excelling above anybody, just going in with a mindset of working harder than everybody because knowing you that's not your sport and that's not your best thing. So just going with a mindset to work hard and you can't take any days off. And I think that's helped me have the same mentality in basketball
0: with your dad I know he coaches you in basketball what's it been like to play for him in in the last few years and uh how much has maybe he helped that growth whether it's with basketball or or just you as an athlete
1: it's been fun it's been tough too at the same time because you know playing for your dad is different because you have to be one thing he always told me he's like you can't be like 50 50 you have to be good and everybody knows you have to be able to be ready to play for me so that's one thing that's no he's told me that he uh, there was no I don't want to say this there was no like givens like it's not like it was a coach's kid like oh I'm gonna play you just because you're my kid wasn't like that um he made me earn everything I had and playing for him was also fun too just because you're home with him all the time and you can watch film after games and he can help you break down film and what you need to do better and things like that.
0: I'll let you go with just a couple more. One is with um, coach Otzelberger going back to kind of your whole recruitment. Obviously you developed a really good relationship with him early. That's, that's why you committed to and signed with South Dakota state, but he does, you know, have a history at Iowa state. He was obviously an assistant there for several years. Um, You know, when he knew you were going to go to Iowa state, I guess, did he ever tell you anything about that program?
1: Yeah, he's told me a lot about Iowa State. Um, the first time I ever met him, he told me he was an assistant at Iowa State. So everything he says about Iowa State is all positives. He never had anything bad to say about Iowa State. And he was really happy with my decision. And, you know, he said he's always going to be there for me. So I, I wish him the best of luck, too. So he's a really good guy.
0: And I'll let you go on this. Um, what do what kind of the next few months look like? I think you're talking to me uh, now after track practice. So it's like. You sign or commit and sign with Iowa State, and it's right on to track. But uh, what do the next few weeks look like? And then um, ahead of your arrival to Iowa State, I assume sometime in June.
1: Yeah, the next couple of weeks, I have, you know, just finishing out the track season. And then after that, just trying to get myself in shape and get myself as ready as best I can before I go to Iowa State.
0: Well, thanks for taking some time, Caleb. I know a lot of Iowa State fans were excited to see the the late spring edition, and uh, best of luck as you finish out uh, high school.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate
0: it. Okay, so we just talked to Caleb Grill, and now we're switching over to talk to Chris Grill, uh, Caleb's father and his coach at Mays High School. Uh, Chris, I, I was just talking to uh, Caleb about this and how hectic, you know, the last month and a half has been for you guys. I mean, you were set on going to South Dakota State obviously that situation changed. Could you have ever imagined you know the the onslaught of schools coming in you know that night that you guys got the release from South Dakota State?
2: I kind of had an idea that maybe some of the schools that had been recruiting them before would would um, try to get back in touch with them and I was accurate with that a lot of those schools did I guess I wasn't as ready and prepared for as many other schools and um, also the hired conference schools that, that started, started uh, getting in contact with us once he decided that uh, he wanted to reopen his recruitment.
0: What was the process like for you guys? Because the next week after, you know, schools reached out, you guys went out and saw Iowa State, Kansas State, Creighton, you know, all three of them offered. And I, I know there were probably other schools in the mix too, but you know, Caleb talked about how you guys wanted to kind of narrow it down quick and make sure you found a good fit um, that fit his style and, and fit, you know, the relationships he was looking for. What was this process like over the last uh, four, four to six weeks?
2: Uh, we had some close friends that uh, were a part of, um, you know, and had some good relationships with some of the coaches. Um, so we, we, we confided in them, I guess, with with a little advice on some situations that we thought maybe Caleb would be um, good, good to go pursue. And uh, so we took our time uh, thinking about that. And I think, you know, South Dakota state was a, was a really good fit for Caleb. And I think um, it would have continued to be a really good fit for him. So I think when he reopened his, his goal was that um, if I'm going to go somewhere other than, south Dakota state where i feel really comfortable then i'm gonna go for you know playing as better competition every single day night in and night out and and uh you know play at a higher level um, for for conference play where, where schools maybe you know don't just get one school in in their league and, and those kind of things uh like that i, I think if he would have stayed at South Dakota or at another school or or went to another conference where there were one bid conference. Um, It would have made sense for him just to stick out, stay where he was at South Dakota state. But in this process, we tried to find some schools where you might have a little more flexibility on making the tournament and getting the chance to play at that level uh, without having to win that conference tournament. And so that's kind of where we directed our search and, it kind of narrowed it down to a couple places that we thought might be really, really good fits for for Caleb and just pursued those schools when they showed interest.
0: Obviously, that ends with Iowa State and, and that fits a lot of the things you talked about, you know, the, the Big 12 titles in, in some of the recent years. I think they've went to the NCAA tournament and and seven of the late, at last eight years and, and they have the need for someone like Caleb to come in. Uh, what was it uh, that maybe made Iowa state the right fit for him. He brought up the style and how it just kind of fit, fit his game. But as a, as a coach and a father, what, what felt right about Iowa state for Caleb's fit?
2: Well, I think first of all, he's kind of grown up. I mean, I don't know why he started. Well, I do know why, but he, he's found an interest in Iowa state basketball, uh, uh probably about four or five, maybe six years ago, just trying to started following him them. And, just kind of liked how they played and he's kind of watched them over the years and just kind of progressively kind of continued to like them would ask for Iowa state shirts, you know, at Christmas time and things like that. And, um, and he's kept following their progress as a team and, you know, what they've done and accomplished. And he just kind of had a liking towards how they played. So when we had an opportunity to go visit there and uh, his mom, his mom and, Him went up the first time and checked it out, and I I stayed here. And um, they said they really liked it. It was was very similar to K State, um, how it was a you know kind of a smaller town, and uh, that town just you know about one school. And um, they really kind of liked the feel. And so when we went up as a group, I, I knew exactly what they were talking about. And Uh, for him to have been following a school and then get a chance to go play at that school and then liking it when he visited. I mean, this, there was, there was other things involved, but I mean, all those things kind of, uh, you know, kind of got him to, you know, say, yeah, I I think that's really where I want to go.
0: Did he get some of those Iowa state shirts for Christmas?
2: Uh, He he has over the years he has. (laughs) So uh, we, you know, for the last year we've been buying South Dakota state shirts. So (laughs) it's like, yeah. so that'll change, and yeah, he had his, well, the first keychain to his car was an Iowa State keychain. So you know, it's like, you know, just things like that, and um, kind of been following some of their players, and you know, the Monte Morris and George Niang, and um, you know, those kind of guys that he's been been following for a long time, Matt Thomas and um, Nas Long, uh, those, all those guys. Um, He's just been following for a while, and um, just just kind of fell in love with Iowa State. And then when he got there and, and met the people there, he kind of fell in love with the people around campus, and, and just kind of kind of felt like that was a good fit for him.
0: Putting the kind of the coach hat on, I guess um, Caleb's obviously a six foot three guard. But something we talked about was how I think it was he said his sophomore and junior years he was kind of more of a point guard, but he evolved into. Maybe this last year being able to play the two a little bit, you know, perimeter threat. Um, I said the numbers before here, you know, 18.4 points per game, but just a guy that shot, I think, 48% from the field, and you know, it seemed like was pretty consistent beyond the arc. What what type of player is he? That, and I guess the second part of that is, what is it about him that fits so well into a maybe a four guard system and a high high paced system or fast paced system like Iowa State?
2: I think something uh, that he does really well is he, he's, he's a really incredible passer. And I think uh, sometimes that gets overlooked because he can shoot from the perimeter. He can shoot from, from a long range. And, you know, when you go four guards and you spread the floor and you got a guy that, you know, really doesn't have to be towing the three-point line. It creates a lot of space on the floor. And I think over the years he's evolved to where he can score – you know, with his back to the basket. So if he had a smaller guard on him, uh, he he could, he can take a guy and he can go score inside, you know, within 10 feet of the basket. And, you know, he can also, um, he finds people. So I think when he has the ball in his hands, he can, he can create plays. And I think uh, he is really, really good at just making the right play. Um, As far as if there's a guy ahead and gets the ball up the, the court I mean, there's a guy open, he does a great job of getting the ball and it's time to get him the ball. Um, and so I think he just, he really works hard on making the right play, not necessarily trying to score a lot of points, but just are always trying to make the right play and, and get people involved and trying to make the team, his teammates around him better.
0: I think one of the most interesting things about um, Caleb is that he's been able to have this, so much success on the basketball court while also juggling being this three or four sport athlete and. Last time I talked to him before um his commitment was I think he said it after the official visit, you know, Coach Prom said that's one of the things that he's most excited about is, you know, he's putting in a lot of time in football and track, and now, you know, it's gonna be a focus on basketball and he can really even take another big leap. I guess that's kind of a two-point thing. One is how much do you think the football and the track have maybe helped round him as an athlete, but also how much do you think he can take a step as he focuses in on one sport at the college level?
2: Well, I think you learn, you learn how to compete when you play multiple sports. And I don't mean guys that just play one sport don't know how to compete, but I, I really think you learn how to compete in, in different situations, situations that, you know, at some point in time, you're going to, you're going to run across yeah. and, you know, whatever sports you're in, but you have to learn a, how am I going to compete in this situation? How I'm going to change what I'm doing and uh, to try to come out with, with a win. I think kids that are constantly competing and and, uh, uh, doing some sports is some something. I mean, I think they just, they just learn how to uh, overcome situations and and, uh, find ways to win. And I think the other sports have helped him, you know, just see things differently, Um, you know, athletically in track, I think it's really helped him jumping. Um, He's a, 6'8 high jumper right now is, 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 is his highest mark, but I think he's he's uh, he's really learned how to, you know, comp- learn to compete because he doesn't spend tons and tons of time working on technique and high jump, and he doesn't spend a lot of time working on, you know, football, Um but he does when he when he does get an opportunity to do that. He, he really focuses in. He can learn learns how to compete. He he learns how to make things happen when he is out there on the field or on the track or, or wherever it is. So having said all that, I guess is is I think it's really helped him uh, just learn how to focus and compete when things aren't going quite you know as easy as you know maybe it might in another sport. Um, where he's at from here as far as. Uh, Having an opportunity to focus more on one sport and, and not the all, all the sports, I think I think you'll see more more consistent play uh, from the beginning to the end. Um, obviously, there's going to be a huge learning curve when he goes to college and has to compete against the, the athletes and the players he's got to compete against every day um, in practice and in the games. But I think you know with him, I'll, I'll, I I envision probably him being more consistent, um, just just feeling more comfortable early and not so much later in the year. He usually played his best basketball towards the end of our season because he had enough time to kind of get get things going again. And, you know, he's, he's going to have plenty of time to get in the gym and, and get his shot consistent and, 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 you know, play at a, at a high level throughout the course of the year because he's going to be able to focus and spend almost all of his time doing that prior to the start of the season
0: uh, last thing for you um you know after he committed it there's a lot of excitement from the Iowa State side um I saw all the players were kind of tweeting about him and George Niang and Monte Morris two names you mentioned are out there tweeting about Iowa State getting him and so I know there's a lot of excitement on that side what does it feel like from from your guys' side after everything you kind of the ups and downs of this. I mean, you guys were pretty comfortable obviously with that decision last fall because there were high majors that started to come in when you, when he signed with South Dakota state and and that was a decision he settled in. And then when it did change, you know, everything kind of happens maybe for a reason, but um, what's maybe the relief. Is that the right word? You know, now that this is kind of settled and it seems like he's made another decision that, that he's comfortable with.
2: I think that's the biggest key is that he's comfortable with it. Um, I think you go through that process and, you, and you're ready to make a decision and you make a decision on when you want to make that decision. And if you're comfortable doing it and ready to do it, then, you know, I, I think that, that, that's what the relief is, is I'm comfortable with what I'm going to do and I'm happy about with what I'm going to do. And, and I think that's where the relief comes. I think maybe it wouldn't be there if you're still unsure, but I think going through the um, the visits and, um, he, he really liked all the schools that he went to, but I think at the end, he's, he's really, really excited and comfortable with, with the decision that he made. And I think by going on those visits, meeting all those people, seeing the programs, I think it's probably for him, it was it was the best fit. And uh, I think that's where you get you, that sense of relief is that knowing that yeah, this is the right decision and, and, and I'm happy with it and I'm, I'm not looking back.
0: Well, thanks for taking some time, Chris, Uh, both as a coach and a father. Congratulations on on the decision and uh, best of luck as uh, Caleb gets to Iowa State in June.
2: Thank you. I appreciate uh, your
0: time. So those are the two interviews with Caleb and Chris Grill. Uh, A lot of interesting stuff. Interesting story that Caleb has been following Iowa State for as long as he has been. I think in that territory, you're kind of Right there in Big 12 country in terms of Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, and and all those schools, even the Oklahoma schools, you're kind of right in the middle of Big 12 country and Caleb grew up uh, watching most of those Big 12 schools and now he will play for one at Iowa State but uh, thanks to both of them for taking some time to talk to me because uh, I wanted to catch up and I know everybody's wanted Iowa State to make another addition to this 2019 recruiting class in the spring they obviously uh, entered the spring with three scholarships open that number drops down to two scholarships with the addition of Caleb Grill and a, a addition that's a four year player. And so you're getting a player that you can develop, but you're not just gonna see in 2019, 20, you're gonna see for the years to come. And I think that's what maybe has caused a lot of excitement uh, around the cyclone internet portion. Um, I have seen a lot of excitement on Twitter and the message boards. And I think a lot of that's just because of the type of player he was in high school, but also the development that could still happen in the years ahead. So that will do it for this edition of the Cyclone Scoop. I Iowa say still has two scholarships open, so we might be talking with you again here in the weeks ahead if the Cyclones make more additions. Uh, but that's it for this edition, and I'll talk to you next time.